The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. Chiefs return to the practice field on Wednesday as they begin preparation for their Week 2 matchup against the Jacksonville Jaguars. We heard from head coach Andy Reid, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, defensive lineman Chris Jones, and wide receiver Kadarius Toney. We'll go in that order, starting with Andy Reid, followed by Patrick Mahomes. After that, we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll wrap things up with Chris Jones and Kadarius Toney. Here's the Chiefs head coach. Injuries go, don't really have any significant injuries. Uh, Clyde is ill, so he won't be at practice uh, today. Um, look forward to the challenge of playing the Jags. We, I think we know them. They know us. It's, uh, we've played them enough here uh, at the end of last season and then again again here. So um, they, they do, Doug does a nice job with that group, uh, as do his two coordinators, Mike and Press. They, they, uh, they, they've got... A strong offense. They've got a strong defense. Uh, good special teams. They've got good team speed and uh, uh, good defensive front. So again, it's really the same guys that we we played against uh, last year for the most part. So um, we look forward to having the opportunity to get ourselves ready this week, starting today, having a good practice today, and then following it up again for the rest of the week, one day at a time. There. Time's yours. Coach, they added uh, wide receiver Kevin Ridley. What's he been to that offense yeah. that caused you all some problems? Yeah, well, Kevin's a good, he's a good player. He's a, he's a really good route runner. Uh, he's got good speed, good hands. And, um, you know, they he's a good football player. And do you plan to play Chris on uh, Sunday? And if so, yeah, do you have a kind of a pitch count on um, Yeah, I must see how he is today. Um, but I presume he'll be out there, yep, uh, playing. And then we'll just see. How about Travis? Update on Travis. Yeah, Trev, uh, well, he did the walkthrough, and then um, he's going to go out to practice today and, and do that. He's made progress. And, um, again, we'll just I'm just taking those guys, you know, day by day, see how they're doing. Andy, what's it like just having Chris back in the fold, and how, how how's that felt so far, and what's it do to the team overall, do you think? Chris is a good football player, so having him back in is, uh, he's an important part of it, and, um, you know, we're glad he's back. We'll just see see where he's at uh, physically as we go. He he normally keeps himself in pretty good shape, so we'll see how how he does out there today. I'm 
take it day by day and just see see how he does. And is there some benefit specifically to just having that whatever you want to call it distraction behind you and just he's here? Does that does that help you? Yeah, I mean the thing I tell you about it is it's good to have him back. I mean, you know. And I'm that's not I thought the other guys did a nice job the other night uh, when they had an opportunity. So um, and we really didn't let that be a distraction. He needed to do what he did or had to do, and we had to do what we had to do, and now he's back, and that's part of the business, and everybody kind of puts the business side, you know, when you're getting ready for a game on the side, and you go with the guys that are that are there. So we're, we're glad he's back in, though. He's a good football player. Go ahead. No, you're right. Go ahead. Uh, I know, uh, you know at the end of the year you do excellent games. I mean, this is kind of maybe during camp you make your way around every guy. You make a point to sit down with Chris and – you know, hey, let's make sure we're all good and you know, yeah. some kind of conversation as that happens. Yeah, Chris and I have talked, and and so um, there wasn't any, there wasn't any personal thing going on there between us or that. It was just he made a business decision, and so that's you know that's part of this thing. And I'm, I'm old, so I've been through a lot of those, uh, and that, those things happen. So I, I'm able to separate it. I think he separated it and. He's back in. He's got a good attitude, ready to go. Coach, you talked about that defensive uh, front for the day. Josh Allen had three sacks. The linebacker had a sack. And what what kind of test do you think that's going to put your offensive line, especially with the new tackles with Jamal facing the action? Yeah, so well, one of our tackles was with him, so he, know, he knows him a little bit. But that um, the, the 41, uh, he's a good player. You know, I mean, both those defensive ends are phenomenal players. They're, they're, uh, they're fast and... Um, they have high motors, um, and I wouldn't slight their backups at all. They can bring it too. Uh, the inside guys are talented. They'll jump in. Uh, even if you're three wides, they'll jump into their base personnel and every once in a while and give you the business there. And uh, they've also, you know, when they're in nickel, they've got good rushers inside. Linebackers are fast. Secondary is aggressive. We know that. Um, two good corners. You know, they're, they're good. They're good defense all the way around. But those, to answer your question, that defensive front is strong. You know, they're one of the top run teams in the NFL last year. So, we know strong. Far, have you seen Doug take what he learned here and sort of implement in this program? Yeah, I'm sure. I, everywhere you, you go, you you kind of take a piece of it and put it in there. I, I think he's probably put his own flair on things. But yeah, there's certain things that he does that I'm sure he probably got from here too. I mean, he and I were together a long time, so uh, you know, it goes both ways that way. So. Coach, aside from uh, aside from the drops on Sunday, it seemed like timing was an issue as well. Just how much does can that be fixed over the week, just with more reps for everybody? Yeah, well, some of the guys hadn't you know played much, so they need to get in game and get caught up to game speed. So I I think that'll benefit us. Um, whether it was young guys or you know Kadarius, I've already mentioned. Um, so. Uh, yeah, I think it's good for those guys. I think that game was good for them. And then we'll see. You know, we'll see what happens. So. And, and then you, and then now you got uh, Aaron Rodgers with the turf. That's now that issue's been coming back up. But last year, you know, in Arizona, y'all did issues on grass. So just what kind of what's your take on it, and how do you deal with it? Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm. I'll probably get in trouble saying something, so I'm gonna just say whatever they put out there. We'll go play in the <laughs> we'll go play in the CVS parking lot. <laughs> yeah. You talked about the, some young guys being out there, right? Game speed, that kind of thing. But correct me if I'm wrong. Deshaun Jackson, I think, was being the last guy you had that, as a rookie, was maybe your lead receiver. 
what, what, what does it take to be the lead receiver in Avery Dobbins? Something that can't happen anymore? The line has gotten too complicated? Is it, you know, or could that, could that, could that evolve here in this situation? Yeah, he's a special guy. There, um, you know, 10 probably played some when, when he was a rookie, I think. You know, so they're, they're guys that have gotten in and played. It's just a matter of growing and how fast can you grow in it. Well, we've got rookies out there playing, so we'll see how, how they grow. And, uh, uh, you know, Deshaun kind of did that too. He just didn't have the other receivers around, like quite quite as many as what we've got here. Well, we talked a little bit on the, the Zoom about Kadarius on Monday and the drops, and that's of course, it's something that's in his profile. You've had a, a couple days, I don't know if you've had a chance to talk to him a little bit more. Mentally, like his confidence level, do you expect him to be at where you want him to be this week during practice to bounce back from that? Yeah, yeah. He uh, the, the best way to get rid of that is to go out and practice and, and then get back in the game and do better. So I think he, I'm not worried about him there. Um, he's a competitive kid and a heck of a player. So just, I told you before, I kind of put him in a position where it's tough, you know, but he had to get in there and, and, and do what he did, you know, play, get up, caught up to speed, but he had no training camp. So I thought it was important that he got in. And then he's going to catch most of those. So. He only got 19 or 20 routes in that Lions game. Do you expect him to be able to, his pitch count to go up a little bit this week? We'll see. Uh, you know, we'll see how it all works out. We've got all these personnel groups. So I, if, I, if his number doesn't get called, it might be because of the personnel group. But as many times or whatever, you know, it could, could be more. But I, I'm good with a plane to answer to answer that, whatever number comes out, it comes out. A couple more guys. Lack of reps that some of the players got during preseason. Were you happy with the production of Pacheco and, and to an extent Justin Ross and some of the other players that didn't play much in preseason? Yeah, the Jerry Sneed. The, those guys, it was good to get them back in a game and, and going. You know? So I, I think that that will help them down the road too. Eric, how have you seen Trevor Lawrence grow and what makes him dangerous one this Sunday? Hey, he's a big kid that's smart and got a big arm, can run too. So he good athlete. Um, he'll do nothing but get better as the years, you know, throughout this year and down the road. He's a good football player. Blair. Hey, we always, we all see Travis's numbers and, and know what he can produce. What, beyond the numbers, what was missed last Thursday in his absence? Oh, I. You say, you answer that, and then you're slighting the other guys. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't. He's a heck. It's like Chris. They're they're good football players, right? And so we welcome him back in, uh, and and we go. Uh, but on the other hand, I expect the other guys to step up and and do the job and finish a game when you have an opportunity. I mean, that's what, and that's coaches and players. So, that needs that needs to take place. This might be the first time where you see Neil Farrell in a game with you guys. Just what did you notice last week about him trying to get adjusted to everything, and what could he do potentially playing next to Chris? Yeah, so he, he's a big kid that's um, been physical when he when he did play, and um, uh, you know, so we're always looking at. We'll see. We'll see how he does in practice in here. He got short change a day uh, last week, so. Um, for personal reasons, so it's good to get him get him in here, and I think we'll just kind of play that by by year as we go. Last one, sorry. 
you touched a little bit later about the tight ends. Just what you know when you not looked at it. What did you think about the performance of the young guys? I know you've been dinged up, not just Travis, but you lost Fortson early. What do you think about that group right now behind Travis? Yeah, so um, the two that played the majority of the time were guys that have played for us. So Noah, I thought he kind of replaced what Trav normally does. I thought he did a nice job in there. Uh, Blake has been been around and he did what we asked him to do. He did a good job of that. So, yeah. All right. <coughs> All right, guys. Patrick, I know it's been one game, but last game Andy about that defensive front for Jacksonville. What's your take on what you saw this weekend, especially with Josh Allen and their defense, knowing that you're going to go up against him? And how do you feel your offensive line will hold up against him? Yeah, I mean, they're a talented defensive front. I mean, I've played them twice um, and understand that. Um, it's to be a great challenge for our offensive line, I've, and I have a lot of trust in those guys. Um, so we'll just kind of try to keep building as an offense, and when I need to get the ball in my hand, I'll get it out of my hand, and then when we need to take a shot, I'll trust in those guys to make the blocks. I remember asking you before the season began about your uh, connection with your receivers. Obviously, you know, Scott Moore, uh, Kadarius had, had a hard time in last week's game. Where do you feel like it is now with the practice and the extra rest with them going into Sunday game? Yeah, I, st I still think we have a, a great connection going. I mean, obviously, it doesn't always work out in games. Um, and uh, we had a, we didn't execute at a high enough level, uh, me included, um, in that first game. But uh, you have to keep building. Uh, you have to try to get your, make yourself better. Um, and I'll try to do what I can to make it easier on them. And they'll, they'll go out there and make the plays happen. What was your message to Chris when he came back in? I'm happy to have him. I mean, uh, Chris is a, not only a great uh, player, but a great person that's in the locker room and he always has a smile on his face. And so, uh, uh, like I said early in training camp, uh, whenever he gets back, we're going to welcome him with open arms. Um, and, and now we're going to try to go out there and find a way to get a win. Yeah, there was just opportunities that I missed. A um, couple throws here and there where I could have got it to the guy earlier. Um, I made it so hard on those guys. Um, and just a little bit uh, late on some of my reads. So just stuff that I have to continue to work on. And, I mean, just like everybody, i got to be better. Um, and I'm going to try to do that this week. And how much would as the play is developing, are you sort of relying on a receiver seeing the play unfold the same way that you're seeing? Yeah, I mean, that, that's the entire offense, um, especially here, I, I think. Um, it's a lot of reading on the run, uh, recognizing coverages, um, and, and then making plays off of that. Um, and so that's stuff that I have to be on the same page with the receivers um, and stuff that we'll work on this week. How much of an emotional boost could it provide now that Chris is back and you have maybe Travis potentially back as well in the, in the sense of like getting the, the band back together of your core? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously you get, you get your guys in there. You, you want to go out there and play with the guys that have put in the work and um, that, that, that go out there and execute and have played at a high level for a long time. Um, but I think guys are ready to go. I mean, uh, we didn't like how we played this last Thursday, um, and so I think guys are ready to get out there and kind of prove the, to everybody, even ourselves, who we really are. I don't think you've been 0-1 maybe since before high school, and I, I, I wonder what, what that feels like. It, it's a different mindset. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't feel good, and, I mean, you want to win. So, uh, obviously, I'll be motivated as much as I always am, and that's to go out there and win the week. And uh, it's, it's a great opportunity going up against a great football team, so I'm excited for it. Does it tilt the feeling a little bit to be going into this game with a loss, I mean, as opposed to how you might feel mentally with coming off a win? Um, not, not necessarily. I knew this was going to be a, a tough challenge for us either way. Um, obviously, you wanted to win that first game, um, but you didn't. So you kind of have to just wash that from your mind, get on to the next game, and try to make yourself better so you can go out there and get a win. Patrick, side by issue, three weeks from now, 
you're going to be taking on the Jets. This is going to be probably the fourth, fourth, fifth time that you have not had a chance to go up against Aaron Rodgers. Do you feel like this is going to be one of the few quarterbacks that you don't face in your career? Um, I mean, I have no idea. I mean, he, I'm, obviously, it, it sucks for not only um, him and his team, but for the entire league because he's such a great player, someone that a lot of guys have looked up to throughout their entire career. Um, and, and you want to play the teams at their best. Um, but uh, that's a long way down the road, and I'm just praying for him that he, he's able to, to heal himself, rehab, and hopefully back again next year, and then we maybe get the opportunity then. Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty simple. The numbers say that grass is healthier for the players, and so I want to play on the best surface that will keep me healthy. I know you and Bobby do a deep dive on a lot of things. Do you prepare different if you're playing on turf, or do you do other things if you're playing on turf as opposed to grass at all? Um, I mean, there's you can only do so much. I mean, it's a play; it's the playing surface. Um, so you just prepare your body to be ready for all, any any type of playing surface that you play on. Um, but at the end of the day, you just got to go out there and execute at a high level. Um, and uh, luckily for us, Arrowhead's grass, um, and so we play a lot of our games on grass. Patrick, when, when you look across the league, when you look across the league uh, this past weekend, a couple of the top teams lost, right? You guys lost uh, Bills, Cincinnati. Does that make that loss for you guys get any easier? I mean, as far as because you saw those guys lost the top team? I mean, not really. Um, yeah, you, I mean, it's you never know what's going to happen in this league. People lose every week. People, I mean, it's... It's it's parity. I mean, that's what this NFL is about, and everybody can beat everybody, and you have to come in with the mentality um, that you're going to play your best football. Um, I, I thought we, we lapsed in that this last week, um, and we were playing a good football team, and they beat us. Um, and so I'm not, I don't worry about kind of those other teams that, that are around the league because you never know who's going to be at the top at the end of the year um, until kind of the end of the year whenever you're trying to find your seating. So you just try to go out there, be the best team that you can be, and stack as many wins as possible. Sir, Patrick, I know – I'm going to acknowledge I'm picking a net here. You guys have been really good offensively, but you've had a hug of with the short yardage, and it's kind of reared its head. What does that do? I mean, to have all the success you guys have offensively and have that kind of for the last year and change be a problem. What 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 is it like on the huddle after that doesn't work, you know, or on the sideline after it doesn't work? And, you know, if it doesn't work in the huddle, is it is it something that's starting to become a mental thing with you guys? Um, I, I don't think so. I mean, I still have confidence in us in any situation. Um, if you can get third and 11 plus, you can get third and one. Um, and so it obviously hasn't worked um, for like the end of last year and then into the obviously this first game. Um, so we went back to the drawing board. We've worked on it throughout training camp. Um, and I have confidence in the coaches and the players that we'll get it corrected. And then Art imitate life. Does Coach steal your nuggies? Or? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I try to keep keep the nuggies um, and keep my cheeseburgers away from Coach. <laughs> Patrick, Last one here, but what was your biggest takeaway from being able to see all the games this week? What was your biggest takeaway from what you saw? Yeah, like I said, I mean, it's you never know. I mean, that's the thing about the NFL. It's what makes it so great is um, you think one team's going to be good, you think one team's going to be bad, but it, everybody can get beat every single week. Um, and uh, that's what makes it special, and that's why you have to come with your, your best mentality every single day to go out there and win. Thanks, Patrick. How are you doing? When you, when you began your hold-up, this obviously wasn't what you were expecting to get to this point right here, but uh, what was the deciding factor for you to sign the deal that you did? Was the holdout worth it? And more importantly, are you happy with your representation? Absolutely. I chose my representation like years ago. Um, I kind of made that decision not to come to camp. I didn't want to be a distraction of holding in. And um, I'm super pleased with how it turned out. You know, um, I'm back in the building. I'm excited to be back. Um, 
thankful for the organization that was able to boost my salary up to make up for the fines and everything. I'm super grateful for that. And um, we're focused on winning winning the next game. We got the Jacksonville Jaguars coming in. Uh, very good team. Uh, coming off a loss to Detroit Lions, um, which is tough. Um, but, yeah, we're looking for a bounce-back week. What assurances did you have that uh, that you weren't going to be tagged next season? And on top of that, do you think this, this might be your last year with the Chiefs? I can't look for it to next year. Right now we focus on um, – I'm glad to be back this year. Um, this is a, my last year. Um, hopefully we can get something worked out after the year for long term. Um, I reiterated multiple times. I plan to uh, play for the Kansas City Chiefs for a long haul of my career. Um, that doesn't change because of this, um, the past situation. And we focus on Jacksonville, man. We focus on Jacksonville. What kind of shape do you feel you're in? Like there's football shape and there's conditioning shape. Do you, how much can you play Sunday? I don't know. We'll have to see Sunday. Do you feel like you're in football shape? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out today, right? <laughs> Obviously, you're equipped with a lot more information now than you were six weeks ago when this holdout started. Given what you know now, would you go through this process all over again the same way? I'll probably change some things. Um, you know, it, when you have a lot of new guys, it's kind of tough to be away, um, especially in the D-line room. Building that chemistry is important to be successful as a group. But, you know, um, those are decisions you have to live with. I wouldn't probably change it. Um, but I'm grateful for how it turned out. I'm thankful for the Hunt family and um, Brett Veach and Coach Reed working with my team closely to making sure we ensure that um, we're able to come up to terms with, with something that we both can agree on. So when you said at the start that you probably would change some things, is it just being here? I mean, do you think that was something that you would have changed in the process? I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? Thursday night being at the game, and what, what, what sort of emotional moment was that for you? In what ways? Um. Most importantly, we dropped the better uh, for the previous year. I think that was everything. I couldn't miss that, no matter what we had going on inside the business aspect of it. And I was there to support support my guys, man. Um, you know, it was a tough game. One, well, I think, off a few mistakes, we could have won. Um, tough loss, you know, especially dropping the banner. That was a special night for us. We needed to win to capitalize on that. But um, got to move forward. Did, did it feel just strange to be not part of it, and did that play any role in you perhaps getting back into the, the fold? It all felt crazy. Uh, first time I ever sat in my suite, I see what I paid so much money for a year for. Uh, <laughs> food was great, though. Food was amazing. Uh, but it, it, it was a different viewpoint. You know, I got to see it from a fan's point of view. I see how the fans be like, um, y'all have us stressed out the whole game. I was kind of biting my nails and everything the whole game, but uh, yeah. Did it make you feel like I, I got to get back? Did it make you feel like that at all? Or I'm here, Am. Yeah. All right. Um, Chris, you said you might change some things if you had your holdout to do over. Can you be specific about what you changed? Um, probably change my vacation spot. <laughs> Could you change Chris, yeah. Missouri by chance? Probably so, right? Chris, you mentioned the fans. Uh, the fans followed you throughout the holdout on Twitter, social media. What was what was that about? Can you just kind of go into that? Um, one thing about with the, um, the fans of Kansas City, they're very personable. Um, the Chiefs mean everything to them. And I, um, 
And like I said, man, so some gonna disagree, some's gonna agree, and some just respect it, right? So um, I hope I hope we can come to terms where I'm back. They can finally have a, a little understanding with me, and uh, we're focused on Jacksonville. Uh, I hope they're as excited excited as I am to get back. And looking forward to this week. And being back, being back, uh, it's about the business, right? That you have to deal with a lot, you know, during the off season. Where are you at mentally? Listen, I'm happy to be back, okay? Um, the business aspect, you can't get personal into it. You know, when you get personal, things, things can turn bad. You know what I mean? I never took it personal. I did take some of the stuff y'all said on Twitter about me personal. Like, I just want y'all to know, I keep receipts, okay? I'm talking to all y'all that's been talking stuff on Twitter, I keep receipts. And, yeah. Chris, one of the things you talked about was being defensive player of the year. We saw with, uh, with, with Nick Bosa got, you know, was that, did that have any inclination in how you negotiated with the Chiefs? But also on top of that, is that that still should be a main priority for you based off of your incentive. How motivated are you going to be to try to accomplish that this year? I'm always motivated to be the best, um, not only at my position, but the best in the league. Uh, what Nick Bosa done respectfully, he deserved. Uh, that has nothing to do with me. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm proud of him, how they keep raising the bar for a future D-lineman to – continue to raise up in salary. Um, you know, you got to like that. But, no, it had nothing to do with me. Sir, would you, I mean, obviously there's no purpose to turn around today and start negotiating. But on the other hand, you get eight, ten weeks in, get to the very end of the year. I mean, is it something you'd like to do is to try again, to try to get something done for more years here in Kansas City? Yeah, I, I think that's the conversation for after the season. I don't kind of want to, you know, have to go back and forth during the season. My focus on it right now is um, being the best me I can be for this team, for this defense, being the best player on this defense, being the best player in the league. And um, anything less of that, I'll be a disappointment towards myself. So my focus right now is just being the best me I can be. Uh, we'll go Todd, Pete, and then Sam. Is it, is it disappointing in any – I mean, you're facing another negotiation next offseason one way or another. Is, is that hard to stomach coming off the one you just had, and, and do you wish you had – gotten that three, you know, a longer term deal done so you don't have to be back in this spot all over again. That's never disappointing when you're able to get more money, right? <laughs> so, no, it's not disappointing, man. It's uh, it's more so of, um, of a respect thing, you know. Um, the Hunt family respected me enough to actually um, raise my salary up for, for me this little bit um, so I can make a little more money this year and then next year I can go back again. So uh, it's definitely an uh, exciting thing to have, but right now I'm not even thinking about it. Chris, when you come back in the building, you obviously have conversations with Andy and, and Brett. Just how conf confident and comfortable do you feel like um, every all parties have kind of put the emphasis on let's let's focus on this season? Um, I, think, I think you as reporters and fans kind of misscrew the contract thing. I, it's never personal. I don't think I start hating Coach Reed or I start disliking Veach. I always I love Veach. You know he knows I love him. We had on and off conversation throughout it all. Um, Coach Reed, I love him too. Me and him still calling Tets. We actually got a group Tets. <laughs> Veach said that um, I retweeted um, a picture where it was like Chris Jones after season, Chris Jones off season where I was big with no neck. <laughs> and we actually had a little joke about that through the midst of it. So I don't think our relationship was affected any about that. You know, they know how much I love this organization. They know how much I love this team. And uh, I don't think that affected any part of our uh, relationship. Last one, Sam. Chris, is it important to you to be the highest paid player in your position? Not at all. 
you know, that's always a goal. But uh, as important, no. Is it important for me to be the best at my position? Absolutely. Uh, I think that's where my mind is at, is actually being the best and being the highest paid. All right. Y'all take care. Darius, obviously you had a tough game last week. What was your thought process and not speaking to the media following the game and then, you know, your actions on social media? Um, in reality, shit, how I look at it, how I told Coach, how I told Pat, you know, all the guys, uh, that's on me. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, y'all count on me and rely on me to make certain plays, and I got to be there to do that. It ain't no, really no excuse, no, you know what I'm saying? Nothing you could blame it on, none of that. Man, I just don't tell about it. Darius, do you find anything common in what went wrong the other night that you see is easily fixable or that you have to work through? Uh, nah, I just, just, I just got to put the work in, hard work, you know. Spend 30 minutes an hour after practice, you know, catching jug, catching from the quarterback, whatever I got to do. I just got to make sure I show up when it's time. Darius, uh, Coach talked about that, that what happened on Thursday wasn't really you, right? Like, you normally catch yeah, the ball. Fact. But that's just me, though. That's just me as a person. Like, I just feel like it was, you know, just because I know I could have made those plays, you know, so regardless. Where, where are you at mentally? Like, People have drops. You don't want to go into that slump. No. Yeah. So where are you mentally? Um, just positive thinking. You know, I'm always just moving forward. You know, I'm thinking about the next week and how I can make plays in the upcoming week. You know, I'm never dwelling on the past, you know. Right. Yeah. There's, there's a term in sports, be quick but don't hurry, right? I mean, yeah. you got to be fast to play the position you play. Yeah, outside. right. You get a sense that maybe, like, whether it's knowing the offense or getting, <laughs> you haven't had a chance to play, you were hurt last year. That yeah. There's, maybe you're hurrying a little bit, and that, that was part of it. It isn't. It hasn't quite slowed down all the way? Uh, really, no. Like I said, there's no excuse. Like I said, they got to go out there and make the plays. Obviously, you missed Cam. And I know in the back of your head, you know, you came back pretty quick from the knee injury. Does that – are you thinking about that kind of stuff out there? Are you still thinking your way through the offense or – No, nah, just, getting, just getting back, you know. Just getting to feel everything. Like I said, they got to go out there and execute. Ain't really no excuse, no reason, you know. And then I'm thinking about it. Like I said, they got to go out there and make the plays. Kadarius, what kind of conversations have you had with Andy? He's mentioned he's talked to you a few times. What's he tried to get across to you? Just settle down. Just, you know, just be the person I am. You know, never try to overdo or overstep what I normally do. You know what I'm saying? Don't try to be a superhero when, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just, like I said, just make plays when it's time to make them. You get the same, similar kind of message from Patrick, or I'm sure Patrick. Yeah, facts. Yeah, yeah, both of those guys, you know, they got trust. They got faith in me, and I, I appreciate those guys. appreciate those guys for that, and, um, like I said, you got to go put the work in. You know, I'm, I ain't really too much talk when me left. It seems like there was a drop. Right? Like at the end of the day, that's bad. But look at the tape. They're also quite open. Right? That's part of the equation, too, is to get open first. Yeah. Like, were there positives that, that came out of this that when you guys broke it down? You yeah, you always, yeah, you always try to find positives in it. But, you know, you know like I said, I'm just keep working. I'm just going to try to be that. You got, a chance, you got a chance to watch Jacksonville play Sunday. What's your biggest takeaway on the defense side for the players you're going to be going up against? Uh, you know, those guys do a good job every year, week in, week out. You know, we faced them last year. We saw a great competition. You know, everything came down to a wire. Just the NFL at the end of the day, too. So you can't really just um, bypass any opponent. So uh, the approach is always going to be the same. You know, just try to go in there and, you know, um, handle business. It's become pretty clear that the trade has been the motivating factor for you, you know, as you go on here. No, nah, it ain't really motivating. I don't really care about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kadarius, what is, what is the factor that's going to help you be the most comfortable here and, and help you execute? I would say I'm already comfortable here. The, the coaches and everybody, the staff, they already accepted me for, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it ain't really like, like I'm not comfortable. It's just more of me finding my routine and me getting back into, you know what I'm saying, the player I am, you know? Last one, last one Nate. Okay. okay. Go, go ahead, Sam. Just, just to, the, to Pete's question about the trade not being a motivating factor, 
Can you explain though why the Giants do seem to be an obsession for you, at least on social media? <laughs> Uh, it's not a session. Uh, they trolled me, I trolled them back uh, at the end of the day. But like I said, I'm just focused on what I got going on now. I'm not really slitting that. Last one. Uh, I came in a little late, but from your perspective, just how excited were you for training camp? And then just what were your emotions that day with the injury? And how difficult was the was the rehab? And like, I would say, yeah, I was I was really looking forward to training camp. You know, I came back and I was ready. Like, but, you know, setbacks don't really – deteriorate or you know what I'm saying it don't make it don't really make or break a lot of things you know it just had to keep the mindset and what I wanted to do on the field I had to put it into my rehab you know um to get my knee back where it needed to be you know what was the hardest part um probably just the day to day you know just the you know probably like different aches or something you know what I'm saying just stuff like that but besides that I was just you know ready to get back all right thank, thank you. you thank you appreciate y'all